Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the On Target Podcast. Uh, excited today to have my friend Caleb Wright with me. Caleb is an amazing young man, and um, when I say amazing, if you've ever done any form of running, you have never seen anything like this young man. This dude has wings. Caleb, tell us a little bit about where you're from, where you are right now. We'll, we'll talk running in just a minute, but just kind of introduce yourself to the listeners. Uh, my name is Caleb, uh, and I'm from Chatham, Virginia, and um, I went to school at Chatham High School, and I'm currently at uh, Montreat College, and a sophomore, and yeah. So, um, how old are you, Caleb? I am 19. 19 years old. Man, I got socks older than you. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I remember seeing you at the Y on a treadmill one time. And I don't think I've ever seen anybody run on a treadmill as hard as you do. Talk to us a little bit about, um, uh, let's talk running just a little bit. So so a lot of our listeners maybe have done some running and maybe done 5K. So 5K, we're talking three miles, 3.1 miles, whatever. Um, I would say just folks I talk to, people who are a little bit older, 10-minute mile, people feel pretty good about that. 30 minutes. What do you run a 5K in? I went 1546 uh, right at the end of uh, November. I saw that. I saw where there was a, what was like a turkey trot or something. There was something here locally that uh, the brick had hosted that, and I, I saw the results, and your name was right at the top of it. And yeah. the first numbers I saw were 15. I'm thinking, 15 minutes, man. That's, 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 I'm halfway out there, and you're all the <laughs> way across the line. That's, that's amazing. Amazing. Um, Talk to me a little bit. We were talking earlier about one of your big accomplishments. Um, you won the Nationals when you were in high school. Is that right? Yes, sir. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, to be honest, uh, I didn't even win the uh, state championship uh, that year. Um, I, I should have won it, and a bunch of people knew that, and I didn't. I, I wasn't satisfied with knowing that I could have won a state championship and uh, knowing that I qualified for nationals. And I went out there and performed my artist, and I didn't think I was going to win, but uh, I did. Talk, talk back up on that just a little bit, though. You didn't win the state. Talk a little bit about why you didn't win the state. Uh, I was coming in with uh, what I would know to be four to go, uh, lap counter messed up, and uh, I said it was three to go. And I went through the line thinking it was three to go, and I started I started my kick with about 1,100, uh, about 1K to go, and I come around the line, and they didn't, they didn't switch it, and it was still three to go. And I'm stuck out there in a massive kick that I've uh, just laid, and... I end up dying the last lap and finished third. So, so, wow, that's crazy. I mean, what's crazy about it is you still finished third after kicking a lap early. So, but so you finished third, qualified for nationals. Um, talk us through that a little bit. Uh, nationals uh, started out. I actually had a calf strain uh, the day before. I was at Duke uh, on the track, and um, when I started doing my strides. I actually strained my calf and had the. Uh, I was not happy at all about that, and I went to um, the physical trainer at Duke, and he 
it did it didn't look too good and uh when I uh got back to the hotel my mom was like you done got this far I might as well just go out there and put it out there and I was like okay so uh I actually if anybody knows running a shoe called a vapor fly uh that was the first time I ever put them on for our actual uh race and with the carbon fiber yeah, plate carbon, yeah, yeah. yeah that was the first time I ever put them on uh for a race and I never thought uh, that I would be able to run a, a 903 3K in a pair of flies. Wow. Wow. And so when you were telling me about this earlier, you said that um, as you were coming to the end, how, how far ahead were you of the competition? Uh, I kicked with 700 to go. I passed uh, I passed first with 700 to go. And when I crossed the line, looking back at the footage, I was about 200 meters ahead. <laughs> So, so if I if I if I'm picturing that right, two hundred meters is on a on a on a track. That's half a lap half ahead. And nationals, you beat the competition half a lap ahead. That's crazy, man. Um, talk to me about this. So, so let, let's let's take just a time out real quick. The On Target Podcast. We are designed. Uh, the whole purpose of this podcast, man, is to help folks who, if you're struggling with where you are in life. Um, Maybe something that you hear in this podcast will help you to get going in the right direction. If you're going in the right direction and things are going well, how can you do better? How can you use what God has built into you? So, Caleb, when I listen to a guy like you who, at 19 years old, you're doing some amazing things, things most of us have never even dreamed of, from a, especially from a running standpoint. Um, here's where I'm curious. To be able, number one, to be able to run that fast and then number two, to want to. Talk to us a little bit about, about where the ability to run so quickly comes, other than the fact that you're how tall and weigh how much? Uh, five, five, eight, and 140. <laughs> so you're built for this. Yeah. Um, talk to us a little bit about the ability, and then talk to us a little bit about the drive. What makes you want to keep doing it? Because that's got to be hard what you're doing. Where does the ability come from? The ability, uh, the regular schoolboy answer uh, I came from it did come from God uh, every ability I have came from God and um it, every time I step foot on a line I thank him for everything uh that he's given me because awesome, at at any moment it could be taken away from me and I understand that and I will always be grateful for the ability he has given me and drive um the drive comes from being that little baseball player I was uh, when I was younger. I'm I'm still that competitive little boy that wants that wants to be everything I am today. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I mean, you don't strike me as someone who is content to just be on the team. You want to be number one. Yeah, I want to be number one. Wow. So you're in your second year at Montreat, and you came into Montreat. Um, how many, how many, well, let's, let's talk about this first. What, what do you run at Montreat? I run anything distance, anything distance, 800 and above. Okay. So you run in cross country and running track. Yeah. Okay. So when you came, let's talk cross country for a minute. When you came into Montreat, uh, how many runners on the team and where were you? Uh, it was about 26, 27 runners on the team and, I was 
fifth, sixth going in, and uh, I kind of stayed around there the whole year. That's amazing, man. As a freshman coming yeah. in, that many on the team. How, how did some of the older guys look at you as a young guy coming in that highly ranked? Uh, they didn't look at uh, – it was mostly younger guys on the top of the team. Oh, yeah? Uh, it was uh, our number one guy. He He's actually old, old Moses, uh, <laughs> and uh, he came from um, Africa, and he, he just finished up this semester. And he I think he's 26, 27. But when Ancient you look guy. Yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you look down the um, roster at that point, it's – it's sophomores, uh, two juniors, and then me. Okay. All right. So so you came in, and then we were talking earlier about some of the setbacks you have. Coming in fifth or sixth as a freshman, sophomore year comes along, this thing called COVID hits. What happens with all Actually, that? Uh, it was uh, second semester freshman year, and I got COVID uh, right, at the, right, right before I had to go back to school. And I was like, I thought, I, and I was like, it felt, it felt like the, felt like I had a cold. Uh, nothing much was going on, but as soon as I tried to step foot, uh, step back on my feet, I knew there was a difference. As soon as even in my walking, I knew yeah. there was a difference. It was, even I tried to run. Um, I got my, um, I live on a dirt road. My my road's about um, a quarter. Uh, half a mile long and um well I tried to get running I, I got to the end of the road and I was I was bent over wheezing I'm familiar with that that's, yeah. <laughs> that's the way my running goes uh yeah. I and when I I knew there was something wrong when I got uh, when I got back I I, I wouldn't stop wheezing mm. and how long did it last like like June wow wow June. wow yeah that stuff hangs around for a while that, that first wave of COVID was was rough, man. I mean, it's what what you you experienced is about the same time I think that that I did. That 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 first round um, was rough and had some really lingering effects. So when you came into your sophomore year, uh, where'd you start the year off as? Twelfth. So instead of fifth or sixth, you're in twelfth place. Yeah. So uh, how's that going? Have you been able to pull back up? Yeah, I pulled back up. Um, it probably took about half the year to get. Uh, really back to where I was and where I needed to be uh, for the team, and I I was four uh, I, I was steady around fifth or, fifth or sixth when I got in the middle of the season, but uh, my best performance as uh, on the team was fourth. But our team is a whole lot better than what it was my freshman year. It was twenty third uh, the year twenty uh, third uh, the year before. Um, this year, and we finished 16th as a team wow. uh, uh, in nationals. Okay. So the team got a lot better, and yeah. So the team got better, and you've moved up in placement in the yeah. team. Awesome, man. So so college nationals, you said you guys went to where? Washington. How was that? Uh, it was good. Uh, best experience I've ever had. Uh, I got a bunch of firsts. Uh, it's the first time I've been on the West Coast. First time I've been on a plane. Yeah, first awesome. Time, uh, we went to Houston. Uh, you got to do a little traveling there. Yeah. yeah. So uh, how, how many runners were in it? It was around 400, 450, somewhere in there. How'd you do? Uh, I finished 155th. Right on, man. That's great. That's great. Um, 
What, what? So you you were telling me about this earlier. You said y'all were packed in there pretty tight. Yeah, it was. That was uh, that was only one race that it compared to, and it was uh, Foot Locker, uh, a high school race in um, Charlotte. Yeah. But this one, uh, it was a eight k distance, and it was a two k loop. So four laps, we got around with, uh, got around uh, one lap, and courses destroyed. Wow. And we, uh, girls ran second, so we were the first people on that course, and the course was already destroyed in a lap. And with that many people, you guys were packed in pretty tight. It's not like you got space between you and the owners. You're no elbowing space. it. You're just yeah. Well, I was I was standing there, uh, basically running with my arms, uh, just looking around everywhere. I'm not even focused on the race uh, at the start. I'm just I'm just focused on staying upright. And, wow, it's crazy. That's crazy. Well, man, let's shift gears just a minute. Let's let's talk some practical stuff. Um, you know, we've just started the first of the year here. This is January fourth today, and our church does a twenty-one days of prayer and fasting, and twenty-one days of um, of denying yourself food. You know, cutting out the snacks and cutting out a bunch of junk food that you don't normally eat. Not the hardest thing in the world, but if you're not used to that, it can be. You know, a little challenging, can be uncomfortable. Um, you are a guy who you can't do what you do without denying yourself, without discipline. Talk to us a little bit about what that, what, what does a day look like for you? Uh, a day looks like, uh, it, I'm tired as soon as I wake up. Uh, I hate to say it because uh, every single old person looked at me and like, you're 19 years old. Why are you tired I, I run for a living. I, I'm tired. <laughs> How uh, many miles do you normally run a day? A day, uh, six to seven. Um, long runs, twelve. What, what do you shoot? Do you do you have a goal of weekly miles that you're trying to get in? Uh, usually what my coach tells me, but uh, it's usually around forty-five to fifty. Wow. In peak season. Wow, that's crazy. So what does a day look like? Uh, wake up, head alarm, normal person. Oh, I don't want to get up. Yeah. But um, knowing me, I I gotta get up. I got I gotta I got goals to get uh, every day, and I wake up. Routine, breakfast, get supplements in, and out the door I go, and I'm either going. Like today, you got the podcast, uh, or something, uh, something other than that. Running, I usually run around eleven, twelve, usually in the winter because it's cold. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, yeah. but I'm in the bed. I'm a no. I'm a nineteen year old. I ain't in the bed till about twelve. Yeah, eleven, twelve. Uh. But yeah, that's normally what a day is. I love when you say I got goals though, I gotta get it. You got you got some things planned out that you have to do and you're not just you're not just letting it come to you. You're making yeah. a plan of here's what I have to do. That's pretty pretty amazing. Um talk to us about school a little bit. Tell me about your school. Tell me about Montreat. Montreat's a Christian liberal arts uh school and seven hundred kids. I love that. Uh-huh. That's I love cool. how small it is. Yeah. And we're up in uh Right outside of Asheville, uh, up on top of the mountain, and we got 13, 13, 14 sports. <clears throat> okay. Uh, 95% of our uh, our students are athletes, and I that 
baffles me. Like, yeah, that's crazy. I, I, you, it's not a question. That, uh, the teachers don't even ask uh, if you play a sport. They're like, "What sport do you play?" Yeah, it's, wow. It's just ninety-five percent. Wow, that's crazy. Um, yeah, it's weird, man. Um, just knowing a little bit about the school is so odd in a very good and refreshing way to see a college campus that that is um, centered around your Christian faith. What I mean, I know what a normal college student, what their day, night, weekend, all that stuff looks like. What what was what do you see at Montreal? On uh, we still it still got a few other uh, parties, but mostly we're student athletes. We're we're getting sleep. Yeah, most of us. <laughs> you don't have time to be out no. acting a fool, do you? We, it's it's sleep. Yeah, mostly. Yeah, that's cool, man. Kicking back and sleeping. So, what are you studying? Um, business. Uh, with the um, probably a concentrate in marketing and a minor in Bible and theology. That's wild, man. Business. And Bible and theology. What do you want to do? I want to own my own gym. I want to uh, out in Mooresville and possibly be a youth pastor. Yeah? Part. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Really good. Um, when you think about your journey and what's gotten you to right here, are there some names? Who are some of the people who have influenced you? And you, If you don't want to give names, you can just tell us about them. But are, are, are there some folks that you can think that really have influenced your character and your drive and those kinds of things? I wouldn't be here without my my cousin and my wrestling coach and my old baseball coach and that's the past <clears throat> but today my coach um, my girlfriend Alyssa and my mom I wouldn't be in I would, literally wouldn't be here yeah, without sure, my mom sure. um yeah, those probably people. Yeah, you um, you talked about your cousin and your wrestling coach first two that you named. Tell me a little bit about them. What what did they do to push you? Um, uh, my cousin tragically died, and right before he died, he told me, "Yeah, uh, I was I was depressed because uh, there was um reasons for wrestling, and I didn't make it to state. I finished uh, fourth, fifth, fifth. It was one spot out." Um, in the region, uh, in a wrestling tournament my freshman year, and um, he told me to go out there and run right before he died. And my wrestling coach, the same way, he told me to go out there and run. Mm. They both believed in me before I really even knew anything. Right. Wow. What does it mean to have somebody believe in you? Feels great. I mean, <laughs> uh, it's always somebody there, uh, even if you're going through something like COVID. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have got through it without my coach. Like at first, at first he was like, he was like, is he is he faking it? And it, it and then ironically, he got it a week later, oh, wow. and he was like, no, this dude ain't faking it. Yeah, yeah. And he really helped me through it. Um, especially, I got the conference. I qualified for even with COVID. I qualified for conference. Um, I went sixteen twenty three on the track. And ain't my ain't my best, but. You said it like you're ashamed of sixteen twenty three. That's I crazy. Was, I was definitely was not ashamed wow. to run that. Uh, and then I, 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 we got through, and just to show how bad uh, that COVID was. Um, it was April. April was a uh, conference, and I went sixteen fifty three. 
like I, I went sixteen twenty. I thought I was fine. Right. After that, I thought I just you need to build my build back up, but I locked up at a conference bad my wheezing crazy bad, but the dust was stirred up. Right. Um, it was in Columbia, South Carolina, very dry, and dust was stirred up. So I knew it was. I knew that was. With sixteen fifty three, that's a that's a tempo effort for me. So yeah, that, that shouldn't. A couple of things I hear while you're talking about that, just life principle type stuff. One is knowing that somebody believes in you. You know, I think all of us need that. Yeah. Um, from, doesn't matter what age you are, what stage of life you are. There's something about when somebody speaks life into us, when somebody encourages us, when somebody <clears throat> brags on us or tells us they see something in us or they like something we did, man, it just, it sets something. Social media is what it is, I think, because of that. I mean, somebody hits that little like button and it, 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 it ignites something in our brain. Um, I, I, would, I would ask you, man, you're a young man who is seeing some, some real success. And I'm sure... If you don't already have this opportunity, there are, even at 19, there are people, there are younger guys that's coming along that I, it would mean the world to them for you to mentor them, to speak into their life. And, and when I look at you with your faith, man, um, what, what do you hear when I say that to you? Like, do you see opportunities for you to connect with younger guys and maybe make that connection through running and, and connect faith to that? Yeah, actually, uh, that's actually how I met my girlfriend. Uh, she was uh, she was lower on the uh, performance level uh, when I met her, and it basically took all it took was somebody to believe in her to yeah. go, go get it. Now she's a state champion for that. Wow, and that's amazing. She, ironically enough, she's the one that uh, really pushed my faith harder than anybody ever. So we actually mentored each other, and that's it was really kind cool. of went full circle with Jeez, that. man, that's really cool when you think about how how both of you mutually beneficial relationship. And I think that's what mentoring uh, does for folks. We, we go into it as if we're going to help somebody, but what we get out of that relationship is is more than we ever yeah. dreamed of. I go back to what you're talking about with, with running and, and, and Columbia and Dusty um, and not maybe not having your best. And I think about you know, when you think about your running career of high school and then two years of college, you're talking six years of running. You know, you that have to. Me feel old. Yeah, you're getting old, buddy. Getting <laughs> <it>. <laughs> that's six years of running, and that's that's a microcosm of life. There are going to be high levels where you're winning national championships. Maybe not for all of us. Definitely not for all of us. But you know what I'm saying. There are going to be high levels where we're doing great things. There are going to be things that are out of your control. You know, you didn't want to stop running, but COVID comes along, kicks you in the teeth, and now you got to recover. And, man, I see that. And I think our listeners will see that when you think about how you go through life and the ups and downs. And if you quit when things get hard, I love just thinking about where you've been, you know, um, coming in and being whatever 12th on your team or whatever and but but you've endured some of that stuff and you yeah. can you know some of that stuff it wasn't a matter getting over covid wasn't about train hard or work hard it was you just this just a sit patient that's a good word man right exactly you nailed it i've got to get through this season it's not about i'm not doing enough i'm not working hard enough 
It's just everything is jacked up right now, and it will change. I just have to weather the storm. Would you agree with that? Uh, 100% agree with it. Uh, you brought up, I brought up that, and it sparked that word patient. Uh, right at the beginning of this season, uh, we have this team meeting. Coach uh, tells us uh, one word to describe what we're going to be uh, this season, what we're going to work on, and my word was patient. Uh, I January to at that point August um, I had no choice but to stay patient or I was probably not going to be able to run again um, and I was patient and now I am where I am because I am patient and wow. I do believe it and if I wasn't patient and got discouraged and quit I definitely would not be here no, that's awesome, man. And that's that's a running lesson and running in so many ways, man. Just my my experience running mirrors life in a lot of ways because oh. it's hard. It's I mean it's challenging. And then you finish. Yeah, yeah, well, right, 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 right. That's right, for sure. But there's there's exhilaration along the way, there's discouragement, there's quitting, there's starting, there's stopping, all that stuff. And so so just be patient. And I say that to everyone who's listening, man, no matter what you're dealing with right now, you may be going through some hard things, and it may just be that you just need to be patient and, and let it run its course. Um, I love what Caleb's saying. It's not just about being patient. It's about having goals and being focused and, and being disciplined. And those are the things that lead to success, whatever we're doing. So, Caleb, I appreciate you coming in today, man. I really have enjoyed talking with you and kind of following your career over the last couple of years. Caleb, and I didn't say this in the beginning, Caleb and I met, um, I guess it was probably January of 2020. Uh, our friends over at The Brick do a running club on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and I had just kind of gotten back into running at that point and come over and was trying to run with that group. I'm way back at the back of the pack running with the, the ones who, you know, they, they so everybody's left and somebody's turning the lights off back at the place group, um, and Caleb's up at the front of the thing, and he was a senior in high school at that point, and uh, just uh, full of life and energetic, and we got to talking to each other about running and life, and we keep bumping into each other along the way and I've really just enjoyed getting to know you a little bit hearing your story man seeing your fate and the way that you are living that out and using running keep doing your thing man I'm proud of you representing our area well and so looking forward to more big things so all right podcast listeners that's going to wrap us up for today hope you've enjoyed this if you if you have enjoyed it we would uh, love for you to help us to get it out to more people you can do that by sharing it through your social media linking to it commenting on it however you can do any of those things uh you know copy and paste it send it to somebody that you think needs to listen to it or somebody that will enjoy it so we'll be back real soon hope you've enjoyed it catch you later